Hello and welcome back to the State News Sports Podcast. Me and Suiji back again. Still not totally coherent from Duke. I'm still tired. How I'm, about you? I'm, I'm very draggy and I have a lot of homework, so this this obviously doesn't help. I think we do have a lot of homework. Okay, well, you're, he's a fifth year senior, so I feel like that's a little, He has a bowling class. Like, I want to take a bowling class. Like, that's not fair. Shirley Calhoun, fun fact, was in a bowling class his fifth year here, like in 2015. Yeah, there's a lot of athletes in my class. Yeah. <laughs> I just see the backpacks. Um, yeah, but bowling's fun. Yeah. It's a nice little, it's my only class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's a nice little break in the day. The union, though, is an awful bowling alley. Oh, like, you have to, like, reset it and everything. That's such a pain. Yeah. I'm not about it's, that life. It's not the best bowling alley. All right. Let's actually talk <laughs> about real sports. No offense whoa, to any whoa, bowling whoa, people. Whoa. No offense to any bowling I, people. During high school, I watched a lot of bowling on Sundays. For the record, like, after NFL football or, like, after the Lions were done, there would always be, there would always be bowling. I'm cutting this short. I'm cutting this short before we start talking about um, <laughs> ultimate frisbee. Um, <laughs> Shout out to frisbee though. I'm putting this in my group meet as we speak right now. <laughs> okay, so so MSU lost to Ohio State pretty badly. It was forty-eight to three. Forty-eight to three. Yes. Forty-eight to three. I have this box score right in front of me. Terror, uh, bad loss. MSU not only looked like they never were got their feet off from under them, but they just did not look great the entire game. Um, that, that was a weird game. Like, I tweeted about it. It was just a weird game. You tweeted about everything. Like, you can't just say I tweeted about that. Well, yes, but I still tweeted about it. It's a factual statement. But what, what I'm saying about it being a weird game, though, is that historically speaking, you always see D'Antonio always play Ohio State so so close. Even last year, in 2016, I mean, it was a what? 17-16 to 16 game last year. If you go for the two-point, if you make that, you have a yeah. chance to win. Ohio State would have to go on a game-winning drive, but... It, it was just a weird game because, like you mentioned, like MSU never looked like they had their feet under them. That first drive, they were kind of driving, but Lewerke got sacked twice. They recovered from the first one, but obviously the second one was on, on third down. And then yep. after that, they just kept going three and out. The tape, uh, they keep talking about how bad the tape was. And the defense just looked awful. And we really haven't seen that all year from that defense. Yeah, Lewerke didn't have time to make any decisions. Um, and when he did have the time, it... No one caught the. It was bad throws. No one caught yeah. the ball. Offense yeah, it, was a mess, and then yeah. defense. It, I the, both the running backs. Or Barrett was able to just run through everyone. Mike Weber was able to run through everyone. What's the? Who was the third running back again? Uh, it was Mike Weber and Dobbins. Dobbins, yeah. yeah Dobbins he, just tore them up. They I mean, both were just able to just it seemed like just get yeah. into like just get to linebackers without being touched, and yeah. then they there's just, there's they just, gone. They just ran it right up the middle. Yeah, I mean, on Weber's eighty-two yards, I believe eighty-two yard touchdown run. And that was a moment where I was just like, this game is probably over. And I, I, I'm going to look it up right now. <coughs> um, yeah, that was to make it 35-0, so maybe a little bit earlier than that. But even at 20-0, you're thinking maybe like a 2% chance, but yeah. at 35-0, and like... It was a weird game until, like, not only did they not play well, but like, it was just like weird mistakes, like weird quirks. Like, Connor yeah. Hayward, like, weirdly didn't go for a ball and then went for a ball when it was on a kickoff. Yeah. It was like weird, just, it was just a lot of, like, weird things that happened all game that I was it, like, it, it just, just made me think MSU... They just wasn't awake. They yeah, just weren't, yeah. I mean, they just looked flat. And, and they looked like it. Yeah, they They, they got really, shell-shocked because Ohio State's one of the best teams in the league. And it's really or weird, the, too. In college football. Yeah, but it's really weird, too, because they've played on these big stages. I mean, you have playing Michigan on the road for a night game in Michigan State in front of 110,000 fans. That's I, I would say that's a really big state. I mean, a really big uh, situation to be in. I guess Penn State as well, that's at home. Obviously, we have the rain delay. We, we talked about that last week or a couple weeks ago. I, I forget when. I'm very tired still, but we talked about that as well. It was a little bit of a different uh, atmosphere, but that's still a really big game that they did get up for. So this this was weird. It, it, for the first time, I feel like the season, other than a few short spurts, you really saw how young this MSU team was. Because I feel like if this was an older team with the same amount of talent, if you if you if you 
took this same team and you added like maybe four or five seniors or excuse me like two or three seniors on each side of the ball then I think that they would have gotten their team up whereas and I'm, I'm not trying to like discredit like a Brian Allen or Chris Fry or some of those older guys but I think if you had more of those seniors and they realized that this is for the Big Ten Championship game you this is for a chance for Indy and and they would kind of get into that mentality and they would kind of be able to just be just be able to will this team ahead, especially when they're those senior leaders. Whereas, just because they were, because Brian Allen and Chris Fryer just so outnumbered, I just think that kind of played a factor into MSU just not looking awake for any any part of that game. Yeah, and that's I honestly think that's all we really need to talk about from that game. I mean, <laughs> hey man, it's I'm like okay it's we, we can't even it. we can't even I can't even really take anything away because like not it just MSU didn't do anything right. It wasn't like yeah they were able to force MSU Ohio State into doing this. No. Yeah. They were just like, Ohio State just was able to do whatever they wanted. And that's, I don't, like, Michigan State played terribly. Ohio State played pretty well. Ohio State just ran the ball down their, like, throat. They yeah. Had, like, 35 rushing yards. Here's a, here's a weird stat that I was looking at when I was doing a little bit of research post this loss. MSU, actually, because of this loss and because of the blowout loss against Notre Dame, and they keep having close wins, they've actually allowed more points than they've scored. Interesting. Yeah, they, I I, I want to say they've allowed 229 total points and they've scored 220. So that's that's a little weird coming from a 73 team, but you also have two blowout losses that combine for what four sixty some points between Notre Dame and Ohio State. So yeah, it's gonna be like 70. Right, 45 plus no, so 65. So right in between. Right, because 45, 45 to Ohio State and 20 to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, okay. 65, yeah. All right, Sorry. I'm going to math for the record. I'm still tired from Duke. <laughs> I'm blaming that on that. All right, let's talk about Maryland. Um, All right, let's do it. I don't know much about Maryland, so we should tell me more. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, obviously, Maryland had that big win against Texas to begin the year. They got, yeah. some, they got some, like, AP top 25 love in that. They, they were, like, on the outskirts looking in. Then they're on their, like, fourth or fifth. I, that might have been some sarcasm votes just because people <laughs> like, ha, Texas. <laughs> yes, but, I mean... They did it in such like dominating fashion. You really they didn't did. expect that. Um, and college football is weird. Maryland had that, I believe, that really nice win against Minnesota. I'm gonna look that up real quick. Okay, I apologize. I'm also very tired. Um, yeah, this was a necessary podcast yeah. that we need to do because we need to talk about this team. But I mean, I, MSU should win this game. I think yeah. that uh, it's they have the talent too. It's a, like yeah. this is a team that's gonna be up there with like. Since, excuse me, not up there, down there with, like, Indiana, Minnesota, Rutgers, yeah. Purdue. Like, these are teams that MSU should beat. We said that MSU should beat this team at the beginning of the year yeah, when um, we were sort of giving season predictions. We were talking about how there was a bunch of question mark games. This was not one yeah. of the question mark yeah, games. Absolutely. MSU should have two two wins coming up that yeah. would put them into 9-3. and three. Yeah. And if this team doesn't go 9-3, and three, that would be that would be a a weird end of the season, and that I would, would I would have yeah. no idea what to take from this year if that happens. <laughs> I mean, just just to touch up on that a little bit, I think you can just take the fact that this is a talented team and just apply that to next year. And obviously, just just the morale going into the off season. I'm not even talking bowl game. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying, but like, say this, the city go zero and three to end the year. Yeah, that's that'll be weird. To Maryland, Ohio State, Maryland, Rutgers, three losses to end the year. That'd be weird. That would be very. Weird. That would be I, like well, like a seven and five season. After, after that, you, after yeah, that start, that's, that's, the, that's six and two start, that's, seven and two, six and seven two. Yeah, seven and two start, and you finish seven and five is, is very ugly. But speaking of Maryland, a little bit, they have they do have a couple solid wins on the road against Minnesota, who just absolutely demolished Nebraska last week. Yeah, that I don't know. Weird, but that was Minnesota's by far best game. Yeah, but that's also just like a that's just college football. I feel like obviously Maryland had that win against Texas that we talked about. They put fifty one up on the Longhorns. That's that's weird. 
weird. And I, I do feel bad, a little bit bad for Maryland. They were ravaged by injuries to the quarterback, especially. But they're, they're not Ohio State in that they can just throw in a third string like Cardio Jones and just kind of go win the national yeah. championship. So I do feel a little bit bad for them in that regard. Um, they did have that really nice win against Indiana a couple weeks ago. I don't think Indiana's that good, though. Yeah, but like Indiana has also played the top five teams in the Big That's Ten. True. And well, I. I, I I just feel bad for Indiana. I've talked about this week in and week out. I mean, when you start your Big Ten schedule with four four games against the cream of the crop in the Big Ten East, and then you have Wisconsin, that's just you just feel bad for them. Yeah. So, um, there's that. So, I mean, like we're not really able to say much about Maryland just because I don't think either of us have really thought about it that much just because this is just such a game that MSU should, should uh, win. Yeah. Also, here's a weird stat that I tweeted about, and I'm, I'm going to pull it up right now. And it's really weird because you're just going to be like, what? But it's, it's weird enough to make a note of, and which is okay. why I tweeted it. Um, Have you on beta breath? <laughs> Maryland, I don't know if you've seen that, but Maryland has the same amount of rushing yards they've allowed as they've rushed. Like, on the dot. They have 1,733 excuse me, one thousand seven hundred thirty three yards rushing from its offense, and they've given up the same amount from the from a defensive standpoint. Isn't that weird? Like, it's 10 games into the season. Like, that's weird. That's, that's weird, weird, but, stat. like... I don't have any reaction to that. Well, it's just a weird stat is what I'm just trying to say. I, like, what, what do you want me to say? How do you want me to respond to that? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? I'm just here for the fun, honestly. I'm okay. Here, I'm here to have fun because... That's fine. Sports um, is fun, and I don't cheer for so either teams. So, MSU is ranked 17th in the playoff. The CFP um, poll. Yes, the CFP poll, but they're like at 24. They're 24 in the coaches, 22 in the AP, which is weird. So which is, that's a, very odd. And obviously the CFP is the more important one. Yeah. Uh, that's the and one that matters, but. Another thing, too, is that when we had Joey on, I was I sat in on that. I didn't really talk, but he he really did. And the thing, too, that, the thing too that I, I really took away from that is that, one, it, it's a Tuesday, like it releases on Tuesday for a reason. Because then you have all of Sunday, all of Monday to really be able to digest all of these things. And I think that's why the CFB traditionally over the last few years, few years, excuse me, has had these aberrations really. I mean, I remember last year specifically when Penn State was ranked number 10 and in the AP poll they were 17. And you're like, whoa, is Penn State good all of a sudden? And you're just like, well, and, and then you look at their resume and you're like, oh, like this is like, the yeah. CFB poll committee, like does it, does it differently obviously from the AP polls and they take different things um, differently compared to the many AP voters, but they, at the end of the day, I feel like it really does show that they yeah, spend I the mean, most amount of time on these polls, and I think that really should right. be mentioned. But I think what I wanted to talk about in this was um, Michigan is ranked almost reverse of MSU yeah. in these polls. They're behind them in the CFP, and they're... 20, they're 19 in the AP. Yeah, so that's, I would say that's, they're flipped. But, and no, I'm not going to get into, like, a rivalry, who's better, who's not. I just think it's interesting that this is, like, a really great example of, MSU's a three, uh, is a three-loss team right now. Yeah. Michigan's, an Michigan's a two-loss team. Yeah. But Michigan, but MSU had beat Michigan, and that's what matters. Yeah. That's, it's a clear example of, if you lose to one of the teams, that, like, you're going to be below them. Yeah, and... Even if that team has more losses. Quite which, bluntly, quite bluntly though, Michigan. Who who is Michigan's best win? This I mean, season? yeah, that, that's, that's a another legitimate that's a, record. I saw I saw on my Twitter people are making kind of poking fun at Michigan that Rutgers is their best win, and that's an, and that, that was a week before, but that that's a legitimate claim. That's a legitimate argument, which is yeah. which is insane to think about because Michigan has played these good teams on Penn State and. Uh, we and really Michigan, think Michigan has like kind of worked their way back into the Big Ten. 
title picture? No. Question mark? Uh, if they went out and beat Ohio State last week of the year? Yes. Yes. They can force. It'll be weird at that point. It'll be very weird. Because if MSU wins out, they're 7-2. In the conference. Seven, oh, right. In the okay. seven and two in the conference. If Ohio State is probably going to be Illinois, then they lose to Michigan. Yeah. They'll be seven and two. And if Penn State takes good business down the road as well, then they'll be seven and two. And I believe they play someone random, like Purdue. Uh, I can look that up real quick. They play Nebraska, which they should win at home, and they play Maryland on the road. Too. So that's a seven and two. Michigan can, can realistically force a four way tie in the Big Ten. Big Ten East, and I don't. You feel want... like you feel that this weird that this year is weird too, right? Yeah, this is a weird year, but just also a, just all around. It's not just the Big Ten. The Big Ten's weird, but like <laughs> just because I, I we're so far in, I don't know who's good and I don't know who's bad. I don't know if there should be any teams that we should be considering for a playoff. I don't know if like and like on top on the flip side of things, Wisconsin. I have no idea if Wisconsin's good. I think they're good. They, but they don't. They haven't played anyone. <laughs> they really. They're ten and zero. Seven. They're ten and zero. Like I. Like I. 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 I think they're good, but I have nothing to back that up. <sighs> that's just me. You're right. But the thing is, at the end of the day, they are. And I think that's seen because you're number five behind a one loss Oklahoma, behind a one loss Clemson. And then the thing is too, both of those losses aren't great. I mean, Iowa State for Wisc- or excuse me for Oklahoma and Cle- <laughs> Syracuse for Clemson are not by any means a quality loss, which we talk about but we don't like saying um but 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 at the end of the day if wisconsin wins out they're in yes i will if they win out then that means they'll have beaten penn state ohio penn state, state ohio michigan state, state or michigan or michigan twice actually if they oh yeah, yeah, yeah and they have michigan um actually I, I would guess that if michigan loses this weekend they're not going to go to the big 10 championship game but oh yes yes, yes. oh yeah, yeah yeah so that's another thing too michigan has to beat wisconsin and minnesota or excuse me michigan has to beat wisconsin and ohio state to force this tie or whatever. Pretty tough schedule. That is a pretty tough schedule. And the, and the thing is, too, um, Ohio State, is, uh, one thing, too, I think I want to revisit Ohio State, Michigan State real quick, just to make a quick point, okay. is that Ohio State, after a loss, has been just insane these past really? few years. Like, if you look at 2015, they just destroyed Michigan on the road. Then they destroyed Notre Dame in their bowl. Yeah, game. you're right. Uh, with the year that they won the last time they won the national championship, they lost early to someone as well. Virginia West Virginia. Tech. West Virginia. Virginia Tech. Was it Virginia Tech? Was Virginia, it Virginia Tech. Okay. Virginia Tech, I believe. That was my freshman year, so yeah. college football a lot. But, <laughs> yes. So, oh, that's, that's just what I'm saying. Like, and then It's interesting. I never thought about that. They had, they had the same stretch after the Oklahoma loss, but I think then they kind of fell flat against all Iowa. But then here we are. So, then they just destroyed Ohio. Or that Michigan Iowa game was just a... That was a weird aberration. College football's weird this year, and it's definitely... But I also like weird in my college football. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, college football's way more fun when Miami is good. Yeah. Same with USC, and I wish Texas was good because it's more fun when those schools are good. I you're gonna you're gonna piss off a lot of Michigan State fans because they keep hearing that with Michigan. College football is better when Michigan is good. You hear that all the time with the blue bloods, and then that's basically what you just said. Yeah, I mean, I th- <laughs> I, I think that's true. I think that college football is more fun when Michigan is good. I mean, that doesn't mean that Michigan State has to be bad. I guess. Fair, I mean, like from fair. a fan's perspective, wouldn't you if Michigan if Michigan State is beating Michigan every year, but MSU's going twelve and zero and Michigan's going eleven and one? Do you care? No, like that's not. still fun. Like I would, I would yeah, that's I'd argue that's pretty fun still. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like you can th- you can agree that college like college football as a whole is more fun with these schools better. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's very fair. Yeah, I mean, I loved every second of that Notre Dame Miami game. <laughs> Just because like both because bo- like both those teams are usually not very good in the past yeah. like and recently. Well, what well, was the final score? I looked it up. It was not. It was. A bigger point differential than MSU Ohio State, 
but Miami's but Notre Dame scored more points. Uh, Forty-one to eight. So oh, so it's thirty-three not, points. Not okay, but that's still a blowout. Yeah, by all definitions of the word. Yeah, turnover chain. Turnover chain. I um, saw that way too much on my Twitter feed that day. Um, so let's let's get into picks. Okay, we're done. Do we're it. done talking college. Um, <clears throat> college shenanigans. College shenanigans is why all we right. do this game though. So, quick update: Colton is. Not here and still in the lead. Um, he That's fun. Also, do not send me his picks. <laughs> he's, in class. Like he's, he's in class right now. I feel like um, he's rigging it. I'm so sure he's rigging it. Um, you cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> Nebraska uh, is a 26 and a half point under or underdog to Penn State. You got. I'll take Penn State. I think. I think Penn State's just going to continue just making a statement, I guess, down the stretch. Yeah, I think it's Penn State as well. I also just don't think Nebraska's that good this year. Yeah. Interesting thing. I'm going to go on a slight tangent. The four-way four way tie might not become a thing, but Michigan's going to definitely get up for that Ohio State game. So yeah. Ohio State is going to they, – they might be able to force a three-way tie atop the Big Ten East. With we'll Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State all have two losses. Do I think – Ohio State might just automatically get that because they beat both Michigan State they would. and Penn State. So I think they, they would just would. go ahead. Yeah. So okay. they, they're, they're pretty much in the driver's seat. Yeah, right? still yeah. true. Um, Penn State's kind of third fiddle to MSU and OSU as of now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Purdue is a seven-and-a-half-point underdog to Iowa. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. I'm also taking I, – I said I was taking Penn State, right? Yeah, I Okay. So. Um, Purdue, seven-and-a-half-point underdog to Iowa in Iowa. Oh, it's in Iowa? In I think, Iowa. I think I'll take Iowa. I think they're, they're a little embarrassed after last week, losing 34-18 to 18 to Wisconsin. I'm going to take Iowa as well. Um, because yeah, I don't think Purdue's good. Um, <laughs> Illinois, for the biggest spread of the week, Illinois is a 41-point underdog to Ohio State. What do you even do with that spread? Like, what do you do? They, Ohio State covered that against you don't Michigan bet on State. It. Like, what in the name... But it's like 41 points and it's college football. I'm going to take Illinois because college football is stupid. I'm going to take Ohio State because college football is stupid. I just, like, what? Um, <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand. Yeah, I, Illinois is not good. They aren't, but it's also 41 points. And then it was a weird game that MSU even allowed that many and didn't score that much. But, yeah. But Illinois also is an MSU. So. That's true. MSU did play about as bad as you could play. Yeah, like... And that was like they still only scored like that, that well, they only a, beat that spread yeah. by what five yeah. four. That was a weird thing. Good point. Because so like, I guess the question yeah. is, do I think Ohio State will be more in control of the game than they were against MSU? <laughs> is that the question? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing too, you have to. I guess I want to make a note of is that when you have those blowouts, and Ohio State didn't score at all in the fourth because they just kind of shut it down. That's true. And they only scored 13 in the third. But another thing, too, is for those games, you have to have a lot of quick scores, and Ohio State had a bunch of those. I tweeted out, and Ohio State had, like, four drives. Well, yeah, that'll be, like, 60-yard runs they have. Yeah, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, four touchdown drives where they scored in under two minutes. And one of those was on a short field after their little game interception yeah. or turnover. Still still matters. But that, they had to score quickly for that to happen. Yeah. And you never know with that. Because... Who knows, Ohio State might have a 28-0 lead against Illinois just because Illinois somehow bleeds clock by forcing them to run or more or whatever. But yeah. 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 All right. Well, 
I'm taking Illinois. I've changed my mind. <laughs> I've convinced Sam to... <laughs> uh, Rutgers is an 11-point underdog to Indiana. Where is that, um, Indiana? What yes. an ugly game. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I, even want to watch that. I don't, I don't, want, I don't even want to know who won that game. Yeah, I don't even like want to acknowledge that game exists, but I guess I'll take Indiana. Man, Indiana's I'm going to take Rutgers. Dude, we've come my, a long way. My 180 on Rutgers me. has... We've come a long way from Sam telling me that they were the worst team in the Big Ten after a 3-4 and four conference record. I still think they're the worst program in the Big Ten. They're not the worst four, team. Four Rutgers. <laughs> they were good, okay? Like, a, like honestly, like earlier this decade, they were pretty good. They were turning in like 8-4 and four seasons. Yeah, but then, then they're, they, that's just because they had that one coach who then yeah, that's got true. burned out of the NFL way too fast, right? <laughs> who was that? So. Who's, who's the Buccaneers, right? I oh. think so. I forgot. I think it's like Flood or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, Minnesota is a seven and a half point underdog to Northwestern. Minnesota picked up a big one last week. Yeah, and it was like a blowout loss. Weird. College football's weird. Yeah, so seven and a half points, Northwestern. Who Northwestern is good. Northwestern's good. Northwestern's a good team, yeah. What, what was the point spread again? Uh seven and a half. To Northwestern is favored. Yeah. Okay. I'll take In at Northwestern. I'll take Northwestern on that. Um I am also going to take no question. Wow, we've had the exact same picks the whole time. That's uncomfortable. That's because he changed to normal. I did. Um, okay. Most interesting game on the on the docket for me. Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, Michigan is a seven point, seven and a half point underdog. I think naturally Michigan is just going to play close games just because of their defense. Okay. But I think that's that's a reason why. Because obviously, if you play, for example, um, if you have a it's an amazing offense, but have an awful defense. I guess there's just there's a chance that you can just outscore each other. Whereas with the defense, it's it's guaranteed to just be a lower scoring game. Yeah, you have lower you have a lower amount of possessions, so there's just lower standard deviation, all that kind of stuff. There's plus lots of it. There's just a higher probability of it being a blow or an upset, which which is trussle ball, which Dantonio does, and I think that's the reason why the line is not as as uh, or it's not as it's not as big as or not as much as I expected it to be. But I'm gonna take Wisconsin because I think they do. I think it's time. It's to in Wisconsin. This is the probably the biggest yeah. game they have of the regular season. I bet you that that, that place is crazy. Wisconsin fans yeah. are crazy as it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, then I think too that Wisconsin really wants to show the committee and the nation that they are a good team. And this is and and they did that to their credit with Iowa last week. They just shell shocked them. But Michigan is a bigger name. It's at home. Like that's that's gonna be a big game that they're gonna get up for. And I think Wisconsin. Yeah. Shows I mean, that they're a good team. That being said, Michigan can still is. I think probably had the realization of um, the realization of like, wait a minute, we still kind of have a ch- we kind of have a chance at a Big Ten title. They went out, right? Yeah, I mean, it, right? No, if it, they don't get yeah. up for that game, I think that's a joke. But yeah, it's like I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Um, shoot, I don't. I don't know. Who you got? I'll take Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm going to take Michigan. Hey, we deferred for once. That's mainly the reason why I'm taking Michigan, because yeah. I want there to be some differential, and I have a big enough lead on you, cumulatively, that it's not going to matter. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, MSU uh, is playing Maryland. They are a 16-point favorite. <sighs> I'm going to take Maryland, but I think Michigan State will win. Sorry, MSU fans, but 14-point win is still pretty good. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm going to take Michigan State. I think they're going to cover 
All right. Um, that'll be it. Oh. Um, oh, I'm gonna drop a random stat that I'm about to tweet. D'Antonio currently has ninety is ninety seven and forty five at MSU career wise. So if he wins, so I'm just saying if he wins these last two regular season game and wins the bowl game, he'll be perfectly at a hundred career wins going into the off season. And you know people are gonna speak of that. Do you want me to just give you a segment where you just give me random stats that, I have, that I have no way to react to? I'm here for the random stats. That's that's all I'm here for. Okay. I'm just here for the fun because I just... College football is fun. Okay. I I was going to talk about Kenny Goins' injury, but now I don't know if I want to. Do you have any thoughts on Kenny, jo- Kenny Goins getting injured for the basketball team? <sighs> that's another just like injury to the depth. That in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter as much as a Jaron Jackson or Miles Bridges yeah. injury, but it is another Kyle Lawrence, Kenny Goins injury where it just kind of shot their depth. Luckily, it's not for the whole season. It's only for a couple, couple weeks. weeks. But they do play the PK-80 within the next couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, and it's a big chance for uh, Xavier Tillman to step up. Yeah, I think so. I agree. And Izzo has been doing this weird thing where he has been playing Goins a little bit on the wing. And I don't, I didn't see that too much against Duke, I want to say. But he did, he was out there a little bit because of the zone. And I think that's one thing that I just felt like mentioning because it's Kenny Goins. And because, and one thing too is MSU at the end of the day is very, still stacked in the front court. And I think Goins is kind of that fourth man in behind Jaron Jackson, Nick Ward, and Gavin Schilling. Yeah. And I think it's Kenny Goins and Ben Carter just kind of. Yeah, I mean, Gavin line. Schilling's still not quite healthy, right? Yeah, and um, Ben Carter, you don't really know where he's at. So He looked good against Duke. Yeah, I, I think he, he just kind of did some veteran savvy moves as a sixth year. Yeah, I mean that, that's and that's kind of what you need out of yeah, and I think for someone who anchored that second unit. I think he's gonna have a big year. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna though. be a very underrated stabilizing force, especially in that front court. I mean, Nick Ward's a sophomore, and Jaron Jackson's will be a freshman. You're gonna have growing pains with those two. So yeah. I think having a Schilling, who's a fifth year senior in his own right, and having a Carter, who both are gonna get healthier as the season goes along, is is going to be really helpful for MSU. So I think that's another thing. Yeah. For MSU though, they keep to see some random injuries. But I guess it's not as bad as last year. Oh, yeah. If, it was a, this, if that injury had happened last year. Yeah. I think, I, honestly, even with Ben Carter last year, they probably would have added, like, two or three wins. Or yeah. They would have they they had a much better chance of upsetting Purdue. Because you had... Just, you had they had just <laughs> no big men depth. Yeah. It was Nick you had, like, Ward Kyle Arns on, like, freaking yeah. Isaac Haas. And you're just it like, was, what? like... That, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's why Nick Ward had developed so fast. Because yeah. he was on, on his own. And um, I, I tweeted about this... I keep seeing a tweet about this. I, I, I don't know how many of you follow me on Twitter. But Nick Ward has just be so happy that there's just this phone court depth. Yeah. Now he doesn't have to really carry that offensive load. Because even even Kenny Goins is a good player, don't get me wrong. Like good for him. I think he's a good player. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna play some valuable minutes for MSU, but at the end of the day, him being the primary backup really does set the team's ceiling yeah. much lower than you want it to be. Right. And I think him being a third or fourth man really raises the ceiling for MSU. And exactly. I thought that Kenny Goins last year got a lot of unfair criticism. Yeah, because... Because he was forced to be, like, the third big man, or, like, the, sometimes the second big man, yeah. like, behind, right behind Ward. And that's yeah. not who... That's, that's not, not who he is. That was, and that's. I he's, know, he's, he's a great role player. Yes, he's, he's a, a great, like above, yeah. way above average role player. But yeah. when you're asking him to like contribute at like 20 minutes a game, then yeah. like that's 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 not what he was. That's yeah. not going playing around 10 to 15 minutes a game. This is, is a little bit of a sweet spot. I think yeah. it was, and, and and that's not anybody's fault. Obviously, that's just how the season ends. Yeah, up, just because of the you know with injuries and everything, but yeah. So I think I think just go let him be healthy. It is still non-con. It isn't you know. Uh, 
Non-con? Is that what they call it in the business? That, that is what they call it in the business. Non-con. That's what I see on Twitter, at least. I love Twitter. But anyway, that's not the point, <laughs> that's not the point here. It is. A, it, I mean, you do have the PK80 coming up, but at the end of the day, it's still the non-conference season. Yeah, so but I mean, it I don't, it doesn't I don't think... At the end of the day. I don't think Izzo or Amishu cares about preseason tournament or, like, yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. tournaments. And yeah, like, I mean, I mean, they'll still get up for it. And I think yeah, oh, yeah. That, but... At the end of the day, like, you want to go for a big thing. Yeah, we talked about, uh, for more of our thoughts on the MSU basketball team, obviously, we posted a podcast on Wednesday that was... Ooh, it was 40 minutes. Long, been on a long tangent. Longer podcast. We had, like, we sort of broke down MSU's loss to Duke and talked about um, just the season in general. But, yeah. So that so we're going to sort of cut basketball, or the basketball topic short. We have a lot of thoughts. You go, I encourage you guys to go back and listen to it. I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good one. Um, yeah, especially considering it was, like, 1.30 yeah. Central and, like, 2.30 Eastern by the time we finished. And then we All ate right. food. <laughs> I think people are done listening to us complain about our lives. So Hey man, I live an interesting ish life, I like to say. But here we are. I don't. <laughs> uh so yeah, we'll we'll check you guys next week. Uh thanks so much for listening. Check out statenews.com for uh, more of our content. Alright, bye bye.